And welcome back. You, you have a great, you have a better radio voice than me, so. And welcome back to another episode of Turn Your Head and. Turn off your head and goff. Your preeminent podcast for all things Los Angeles Rams. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. And as always, I'm joined by my dad. Dad, how are you? Fantastic, son. And how are you? It was sure great spending time with you uh, this past week and a half or so ago. Yeah. It was great. Had a good time. So can't wait to come back out again. Maybe get a food trailer. Drag it back mm, with me to Tennessee. Mm, reaching for the stars, huh, Dad? Always. Yeah, uh, just uh, outside of being, you know, extraordinarily busy at work and stuff flying at me much faster than what I can handle it. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was fu- it was fun seeing you uh, for the week that you were out. Good to get a couple episodes in the studio. Much easier edits for me to accomplish. So that was nice. But um, yeah, it was to- great. It was great to be there, just to kind of hang out and see you face to face for a whole show. Had a lot of fun. Thank you so much. Yeah, uh, back to the reality in which we live in different states. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, I know. I know. I know. Hmm. Well, oh, you know what? I didn't put any news on here. Oops. Oh well. So here's what we're going to do. We had the uh, last preseason game against Denver over the weekend. And then uh, all the final cuts happened, what, yesterday? Yesterday, I believe. Well, I think that's the what they say. Yeah, the final cuts. And then you have the initial roster. You don't have the final roster because I'm sure there's still going to be some teams are going to be going in and out and, and looking at players. Sure. And sure. So, so, so even though you survive the initial... The goal is to survive beyond that. Well, correct. If you can get like an, you know, first team all center. Sorry, someone on the team. You're gone. I get that. Everyone understands that. So uh, here's yeah. what we're going to do. A little bit little bit haphazard here, but to me, uh, the big news of the week is, is definitely the roster cuts to get down to the initial 53. So let's just talk about some of the takeaways from the uh, the game on Saturday against Denver, which, by the way, hold on. I've got a bone to pick with the NFL Game Pass. Why is it? <laughs> Why is okay. it? Okay. Yeah. Every single game so far in this offseason that I want to watch, actually the Rams games, only the Rams games, I like to watch the full game. I like to take it all in without the commercials. I, I, I want to absorb everything. Why is it on Game Pass? Those are the only games that I can only watch the condensed version of the game. I could go to a Patriots game, watch the full game. Do you have something against the Rams NFL Game Pass? Interesting. I, I can't, uh, I I can't explain game. it. Yeah, I watched the game live. Uh, my... Uh Interesting fun fact about that is when it was the Denver team for the whole uh, showing, but they never had, they always had their mics were hot. They were never off. So you had, uh, you know, uh, Brian Greasy talking, you know, ex Denver quarterback, extra, and they were just going on and on. And you know what? Thankfully, they did a very nice job of not saying anything inappropriate or making fun. So I was waiting for something, but nothing happened. So I, I give that team kudos for doing that but i thought my gosh why don't i have a ram feed i thought they're going to flip it back and forth like no you know, whoever prob- has the offense or something <clears throat> so they're but probably anyway. just they're probably just going to end up taking the uh the whatever whatever feed the home feed probably like with the rams yeah. games against the against uh the raiders and also the chargers and pre- they just take the home feed yeah, you're probably you're probably right about that but um you know i, I missed uh, not uh, hearing Talib. Uh, enjoy myself he, a little bit of Talib. He was so um, he was missed. 
He was missed. Yeah, he was greatly missed. Uh, you know, and, and, and I know this is really a tangent. You're not waiting for it. But I, I just want to pose this question so that maybe mm. at some time we can work it in. Maybe not this show, but maybe in a future show. Maybe before we start the season. And, and I, I, you know, I'll just kind of say it that way. But I want you to just think about the question. Is, is this the time that really we're looking at Stafford and and McVeigh trying to, um, you know, bolster their reputations, kind of reinvent mm. themselves as they go forward. And what will that you know, look like? I say that because you know, I've been watching some of the press conferences after after practice or, or whatnot, and and I I know that Stafford said a few things. He hopes it's not his best game, his first game. He hopes to be there for a long time. Uh, because really, at the end of the day, is you know the Rams when they made this trade, I mean they got a lot of play and they got really buoyed uh, to the top. I mean it was a big splash and everybody was putting the they put the anointment oil on them. Bill Parcells would have been mm-hmm. ashamed, but they would have they did the anointing oil at that time and on and on and on. But yet when you peel it back and step back. You know how much of an upgrade is Stafford over over Goff, and we we believe you know he's he's a better player, but is he the type of player that's going to take them to the next level when he's never done it himself? So we might have touched upon it early on and some of this, but I just want to before we start the season, I just want us to kind of maybe revisit that some other future point. Well, you know what we can do because what when's the first game the uh, the twelfth Sunday yeah. night against the Bears that's on the twelfth? Yeah, the Bears. So we've got, I mean, we've got an episode in us before the season starts, so we can certainly touch on some of those topics and just kind of get everything kind of amped up and, and just do like a, you know, revi- revisit more of a season preview. Um, we yeah. could definitely do yeah. something like that. Cool. Um, God, it was just kind of, you know, you just kind of think about it, kind of comes to mind. And where are we at? I mean, really, at the end of the day, we still got to give our expectations, what we really think the team's going to do. Uh, what uh, our win loss? Everybody likes doing that. Our predictions. Well, you know, so. if, if baseball hasn't taught us anything this year, one of the worst <laughs> teams on paper has the best record. Are you talking about my Giants? Only a half game up now. Yeah, the well, still up. It's the, it's 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 <laughs> it's September. Let's see what happens. Let's horror. see what happens. This, I, I want this, I want them to hold on to first place until like the last two weeks of the season, then end up seven games back. That's going to be awesome because <laughs> that's what I think is going to happen. All right, all right, all right, all right, all but, right. But uh, you know, yeah, we well that's that's interesting because that's that's kind of more of a free form. I like that. So let's get back to the game against Denver. So we're not going to go over the stats or anything like that at this point in time. They're moot. Whatever. Um, here's some of my big takeaways from the game. So. You know, I mean, the Rams really didn't make too many changes throughout the game. I mean, they had players just kind of play the whole game. And my impression was it's a lot of the bubble players either either putting enough tape out there if they if the Rams knew that they were going to be released to make sure that there was enough tape out there. Um, but also, you know, I mean, Denver really starts off with, I mean, their starters on both sides of the ball. Two different philosophies, right? That's been a big yeah. thing this off season. It seems like the younger coaches uh, are more about. Eh, I'm not going to play my guys. We're just going to, you know, they value some of that time at, at, at those joint practices and so on and so forth. But the old school guys, you know, some of the guys have been around. No, no, I, I, they at least need to get one out there. And some of the mm-hmm. players want to get at least one or two series under their belt. Some would like to go longer, but quite fascinating well so. and i bring that up because i mean they they um they cut De- uh duck hodges so perkins full game that was his deal but you know second game in a row second game in a row but i think that the interesting thing about that one was i mean he's going up against von miller who has his ears pinned back on essentially a you know a four string right. tackle just going just going after the kill you know and i i i thought under the circumstances i thought perkins did well i think listen from a perspective standpoint this is the rams third to fourth team a lot of these guys got cut a lot of those players got cut and you know what they fought the whole time 
Uh, I was impressed, and, and and kudos to the coaching staff. Kudos to those young men out there that were battling their butts off just to try to earn that roster spot. Maybe turn a few heads now and then. Yeah, or, and you're right. It was it was the ones against the scrubs. It was Denver's ones against us. And you know what? Considering we're you know, and I know they talked about it in the broadcast uh, a little bit, but because it was a, a a home feed, we probably didn't get a lot of that backdrop. But you know, when's the last time really Perkins has played any significant ball? It's been a couple of years. Last year, nothing because nothing. of COVID. Yeah, no, I mean, and so this is really his first year in two years getting behind the center. Uh, you know, coming out as an undrafted free agent. Uh, you know, with a lot of potential, some upside. People talked about it, yeah, but you know, really uh, going and then taking on an offense that you know, by all means. You know, it's a little bit maybe more sophisticated than others offensively, but I think the young man did a fantastic job. I was I was impressed. I was even more impressed, I think, with his press conference afterward and the humility and the gratefulness that he exhibited and the fact that he's just growing leaps and bounds. I think that was great. You know, I, I to take it off of Perkins and kind of put it. it, it, it when I watched the game, the perspective that I that I had was this, this overall one. You know, we knew that McVeigh is not going to play any any starters. We 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 knew, we knew that going into the preseason. That's just not what he does. I think the I think his first year to kind of get some of the guys out there, he did do some of that stuff very very briefly. But after his first year, no starters are are, are going to play in the preseason for him. But you know, and whether or not those those cats that they ended up cutting get la- latched onto another team or not, just the, the ability to, for McVeigh and the entire coaching staff to one do a good job of coaching, right? That that again, right. look at the quality of players that they're going up against. You're going against first team players, and, and you the are defense not a, yeah. it should be a top ten defense from all uh, indications yeah. by the pundits. So. And uh, you know, to to one, if you're a player. To show up and play and make plays for a coaching staff to not get caught up in like, we got to win a game this preseason. Let's go for broke on this one. You know, all those things to remain patient and do those things. I thought that was actually a good plan, uh, specifically against Denver, because I, I, you know, I, I, I thought it was good. And you know what? That gives me some level of optimism that, that, that they're coaching really well. That they feel confident and comfortable that those you know that those guys are going to be out there playing against first team players and, and perform and and make plays and the Rams did, they made yeah. plays yeah, they did they really did I mean Denver pretty much had their first teams the entire first half of that game yeah what, I, I, what was the score at the end of the first half no I don't recall the score uh, it, it, was, no, it, it was like it, like it, ten ten to nine ten to nine or something, or something right like so if you look at that it's like whoa okay. I mean, credit yeah. to, credit to the coaches, but a lot of credit to those players out there that performed well. So that, oh, that's my big that's were, my and, big and, takeaway from that. Yeah, game. And, and mine as well. And, and you know what? I, I I got a chance to just looking at. And if you watch the condense, you probably didn't see a lot of the sideline interaction that they panned to. But to see Perkins come off and then and and you see the way O'Connell, Kevin O'Connell, the OC, kind of went up to him and they talked and, and, and Kevin was kind of, you know, doing like shadowing what he should be doing and what he's seeing and things like that. So I mean, you're right. There was a, gave me a, a bigger sense of optimism and hope. That our guys did fairly well. It's like, wow, okay, man, they, mm-hmm. they're 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 coaching them up. Mm-hmm. I mean, because let's face it, we don't have a lot of number one, <laughs> a lot of number one draft picks the last few years out on the field. So, um, Jared Goff in twenty sixteen, Dad. Yeah, when's the okay. next one? Twenty twenty six. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's in thirty thirty six now. Uh, who knows? We'll be, yeah. Anyway, but it was great, and you're right. It was it was good to see. Uh, you know, some of those guys. I mean, Bobby Evans has played before. He's he's had more than a cup of mm-hmm. coffee. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. but it was good to see him out there, just working on his craft, just trying to get better. Uh, and and the guy going up against uh, Von Miller. You know, Tremaine. <laughs> I mean, uh, fantastic. I'm sure it was like starstruck. I heard his little presser afterwards. He said, "Yeah, little starstruck at first. I mean, here's the living legend I'm going up up against. I mean, how could you not?" 
capture that. But um, it was great. It was good. It was really good. That second drive, when they came back to tie the score against mm-hmm. their ones, mm-hmm. that was impressive. I said, all extremely right. impressive. So yeah. I'm going to do something that I normally don't do for Sean McVay. <laughs> all right. A little, a little clap out. Nice. I like it. Good job. Good effort. Yeah. So that's going to bring us that's going to bring us to the big news of the week and our topic of the week. We're going to talk about the Rams cuts, the initial 53. So we're going to get right to. So here's what I'm going to do. Silence, dad. I'm just going to go through and list everyone that's been cut. Okay? Or traded. We're then going to go talk about who was retained on the practice squad. And then we're going to take a look at the final 53-man roster by position with, you know, and, and sprinkle some salt and pepper on what we think about that. Okay? And we'll talk about any surprises or anything like that. Fair enough? Fair enough. Okay. And you say position, you mean like position group? Yes. Correct. Okay. All right. So here's who the Rams cut to get down to the 53. The last time we talked, we talked about some other cuts. Outside linebacker Justin Lawler, running back Xavier, the X-Man, dad's favorite, injured, ruptured Achilles at the end of the game? I think so. I think Sean let that 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 one uh, slip. That sucks. That sucks. That's the only bad thing about that game. That sucks for that kid. So, they, you know, they waived slash injured player, uh, wide receiver Jeremiah Hadel. Safety, Troy Warner. Offensive lineman, Jeremiah Colone. Cologne? Colin? Okay. I don't know. Okay. Uh, offensive lineman, Jordan Meredith. Quarterback, Donovan Olumba. Cornerback, Bronte Harris. I'm surprised on him. Defensive lineman, Eric Banks. Wide receiver, Landon Akers. Inside linebacker, Christian Rosenboom. Tight end, Kendall Blanton. Offensive lineman, Max Pricker. That's the Italian kid, right? Yeah, he's yeah. an exempt, yeah. Yep. Cornerback, Dante Dion. Running back, Otis Anderson. Offensive lineman, Chandler Brewer. Wide receiver, Tristan Jackson. Wide receiver, J.J. Koski. Defensive lineman, Marquise Copeland. Defensive lineman, Ernest Brown the fourth. Defensive end, John Daka. Inside linebacker, Micah Kaiser. Cornerback, Tyler Hall. Defensive back, Kareem Orr. Linebacker, Jake Gervais. And they traded punter, Corey Bajorquez, to the Packers. Mm. So initially here, any surprises for you? Yeah, um, I did have some surprises on the on the first round of cuts mm-hmm. because I had some guys on the team uh, on the fifty three, uh, you know, that ended up getting cut. There was a couple. I mean, uh, Micah Ke- Micah Kaiser, former defensive player yeah, of the that, week. That was that was the big one that for me uh, was him, and I thought they would have had Dante Dion. I would thought they would have kept him. Those were the two biggest ones. Now, the Eric Banks one. I was kind of surprised because I kind of liked him better than I did uh, the the individual that they retained. And I believe that uh, Eric Banks, um, now uh, Brandon Staley, who's now the Chargers, they picked him up off mm. waivers from us. Shocking. So he's now a, he's now a Charger. Mm. And I think that's because of his, his ability. I thought it was like neck and neck between him and, and Williams. I like Banks a little bit better only because of his athleticism. I think he looks a little bit more athletic. Uh, but anyway, uh, those were the three things that really stood out. And and you're right, it was a bummer for uh, X-Man. Um, you know, when Funk didn't play anything, you kind of knew right then and there he had already solidified that spot. You know, that was uh, actually a little bit surprising to me because I I... I, I Listen, we don't see the practices, we just see the games. Right. But I, I do think that Xavier brings more more uh, dynamics to the table than a guy like Jake Funk, from what I saw in the preseason. Um, 
So I thought I that would was, agree with that, thought, but thought I, that was, I think thought that was interesting. I mean, maybe they just wanted someone that was going to be a, a, a more of a change of pace. No, I, I think. Oh it's wait, more, we forgot to talk about the biggest thing. Wait a minute. I think it's more about special teams. Don't forget, there's three phases. Sure. sure. And I think this is a player that was targeted coming out of college is going to be a guy who would be special teams. I think maybe maybe uh, the special team coach Joe D. Camillas maybe went to bat said like I I I want him because he can provide some special teams. Remember, it's all three phases. And I think mm-hmm. when you step back, that's kind of some of the mindset that goes into a few of these uh, cuts and retainments, if you will. But go ahead. I'm sorry. We forgot to talk about the big trade that the Rams made. Okay. Sony Michelle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. The Rams traded for thought- Sony Michelle. I thought we had uh, already talked no, about because that, Sony that happened. I think that ha- that happened after you left. Oh wow! I think because I, I think no, it happened while I was there. We talked about it. You're no, right. I we we, right. we had already recorded, I believe. Well, excuse excuse uh, ex- us. Yeah. All right. So since the last time we recorded, the Rams <laughs> traded for Sony Michelle from the Pat from the Patriots, which we talked about offline. Because we were talking on the podcast, ooh, this Rams running back depth is pretty bad. Ooh, ooh. And they well, go we ahead we always do that. thought they were going to wait until the roster cuts because there were some good players left out there. So yeah, I, I'm excited. I, I think that's actually a good pickup. I, I, like, I, like, I like Sony Michelle. I think okay. he's going to do really well in this offense. I, I really do. I think, I think now, provided the offensive line can do well, I believe that's your workhorse running back moving forward. I like that a lot. Yeah, um, uh, you know the big thing is is durability, right? I mean, Sonny Michelle's pretty durable. Well, he was he was hurt a lot last year. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, durable. Yeah, learn from one of the best. Availability is the key, buddy. Learn from one of the best, Josh McDaniels. Okay. Anyways, woo. I can't believe we forgot about that one. So yeah, I, I was actually. And, and, and I'll tell you another one that was kind of a surprise was Tristan Jackson. I was going to say him and Ernest Brown the fourth. So I thought Tristan you know, Jackson I, I, performed outside of J. So JJ Koski, I thought w- was really well. Oh, yeah. And I, I looked at him as one of those guys like, man, that's the type of wide receiver that sticks in the NFL forever and a day. Just those little yeah. slot guys that always make catches over the middle, and they don't care if they get destroyed by a safety. I, Ricky Pearl, and and I, I I was a little bit surprised that uh, they cut him, but you know we'll talk about practice squads. But Tristan Jackson well, you, you was know, the one. Yeah, that that one surprised me a lot. That surprised of, me a lot. Yeah, one because he can return kicks, so he runs good okay. routes. He catches the ball. Yeah. Uh oh! So that was a surprise. Um, I, I liked I liked know, Ernest Brown the fourth too. I think he made some plays too. Well, I I, th- I you know of all of them, I thought he was. I could see him get. He I wasn't surprised. Uh, I didn't think that anybody would pick him up. So I figured that's one of those we're going to cut you, but you know we're going to cu- call you back because I I don't think anybody was really looking for him. Was, uh, he's a developmental yeah. guy, but I think that. Uh, he could really, uh, really help out a lot, um, you know. So, uh, but yeah, th- those were some of them. Um, just looking at the list again. Um, Bronte Harris, he was the one that made a couple of those excellent interceptions. Well, yeah, interceptions, correct? yeah. But he so. also got he also got uh, roughed up a little bit, sure, on some routes. So, sure, um, you can only keep so many. I think a lot of it again comes down to. What can he give us on a special teams? Is he a special teamer? I mean, you know, there's there's some players out there. There's a couple specifically I know that they probably kept on the roster just because of what they do special teams. Oh, sure. Wise. No doubt about it. There's absolutely no doubt about that. No doubt. Yeah. So um, what, what? So when we talked about the game, I, one more thing before we get off the game, and I'm sorry to go back, mm-hmm. but, it, you know, because I thought you would have brought it up and thrown it in my face, but what about Tutu? I mean, what did he have? A gazillion targets and all those routes that kid was running. Listen, I don't have to throw throw it in your face anymore, okay? Because it's right out there for everyone to see. 
I might get a 15 jersey. I don't know. So, yeah. Again, I was right. <clears throat> I was right. <clears throat> yes, son. Feed. I, I, yes, yeah. son. I, you were right. I I, Once again. <sighs> uh-huh. Got white noise. I okay. don't know. All right. Okay. <laughs> the seven subscribers right. that we have know this, so I don't have to justify myself anymore. And then uh, the Rams, we talked about the Rams traded Cor- uh, Corey Bohorquez. Now, a massive surprise because I love me some Johnny I, Hecker. I, I love too. me some I, Johnny Hecker, but I'm telling you, Corey Bohorquez outperformed that cat in the games. Well, and and to me, it's I, I, are they going off of what happened in prior years, or are they going off of what's happened in recent? years? I don't know because in recent in recent years, uh, Johnny Hecker, you know, hasn't been quite the elite player that he was. I think we all get enamored with with all that happened before and those those fabulous uh, passes of his and some of those great kicks. Now, granted, last year in the Chicago game, I mean, it was like four or something like that, flipped the field, four inside the 20 down in there. That was a phenomenal, you know, he had a phenomenal game. But those games were, weren't, They've been far, you know, there have been I few and if, far between those phenomenal games. You know, but I wonder last year, because last year I believe was his worst year, I think. Yeah. But I wonder if that was because of the way that the special teams coach wanted him to kick. Could have been because, right? he, because was he, had jo- he had he had he had fossil the entire time. Yeah. So, you know, last year special teams is highly forgettable, that's for sure. Well, so, I think the, you think But man, I, you know what I'm impressed with? I used to do this in Madden, like Madden 02. I never quite understood why punters don't do the coffin corners. Aim for the corners, guys. Aim for the corners. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that kick, though, that oh Borkis did when he, when he oh nailed my. that thing. Seven. Oh. Granted, it's mile high and the ball's traveling doesn't like matter. forever, but I don't care. It doesn't matter. No, that was, that that was, was fantastic. Uh, listen, I thought they were. I thought they would have cut Hecker just because of the money. I thought. I, I, I think, think we he, talked about this uh, a, a while ago. Right? We thought yeah, that Hecker th- was going to be on the chopping block when they picked him up because, uh, just simply because of the cap hit. It, it, yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying I don't like Johnny Hecker. That's not what I'm saying. I I, right. I think Bohork has completely outperformed him when given the opportunities. Completely yeah. outperformed him, but again, maybe the special teams coach wanted something different we don't see practices we don't see the control you know the 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 competitive practice whatever they call them against other teams we don't see any of that stuff we just see what's in the game yeah i was well, i was impressed I, I, it it was very impressive what's more impressive is the fact that you know you got to give kudos to sneed for taking uh, a kicker that really nobody really picked up i mean we didn't sign him until when march uh, so he was out there for a little while, and the fact that Buffalo let him go, but yet nobody really saw any value. But we were able to take him and turn that into an asset. Well, we and, and mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So that was great. I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. In Sneed, we trust. I've said it before. There you go. So there you go. I gave a little love to to Lester. Actually, you're giving me the love because I've always said in Sneed we trust. No, that's true. Okay, so there you go. You so got again, the love. Two two Atwell. And just just the past five minutes. Two two Atwell. Less need. Okay. <sighs> yeah. Let's so, go into the practice squad. So let's squad. talk about the Rams. The Rams resigned players to the practice squad. Pretty much everyone that they resigned to the practice squad was from their cuts. So wide, yeah. re- wide receiver Landon Akers, running back Otis Anderson, tight end Kendall Blanton. Yeah, tackle. now that, that was, okay, go, go ahead. On. That, you know, no, I think that was a kind of a surprise to Why? me. Why? Uh, uh, well, we'll get to it, but I thought that uh, they were going to let Mr. Uh, my, my, my Tennessee bro go. Mm-hmm. And keep well, this cat. So, tackle Chandler Brewer, defensive end Ernest Brown the fourth, defensive tackle Marquise Copeland, defensive back Dante Dion, guard Jeremiah Clowney, wide receiver JJ Koski, defensive back Kareem Orr, defensive back Tyler Hall, linebacker Mark, Micah Kaiser, linebacker Justin Lawler. Tackle Matt Max Pritchard, who is on the international practice squad. 
Yeah. So really, when you when we step back and think, you know, I keep looking. You know, Lawler has that that breakout Sandy first game of the preseason. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was like all world. Everybody said, "Oh, he's going to be making the fifty three mm-hmm. But I was surprised he was on the on the cut, and I felt bad for the guy considering all that he's gone through. Micah Kaiser again. That was really kind of a surpriser for me. But you know, when we get into the team mm-hmm. itself, it maybe. We can talk a little bit about it. Uh, well, let's let's talk about that, let's that, talk about who's on the active roster then. All right, let's go. Let's uh, go that's by a, position. That's a good group. Set, but but let's go. Let's start at linebacker because we're we're saying that two of these real big surprises that we have are our linebacker. So let's skip a little bit. Let's go to linebacker. We'll save sure. quarter, we'll, we'll save quarterback for the last. Okay. So all right. So let's go inside linebacker because that's Micah Kaiser, right? They only kept four, right? And the Rams like to uh, kind of, uh, you know, match them up. So you have the four guys. You have Reeder and um, Young. And mm-hmm. then you're going to have... Uh, Ernest Jones. Howard. Howard and, and Mr. Jones. Mm-hmm. So that, I mean, uh, not too bad. But So there you go. But f- just four. Last year, what, we only carried like two. We only had two. Well, there was only two available. <laughs> Everyone yeah, else got so. hurt. <laughs> so uh yeah yeah uh it, so from that from that perspective you know i i mean it look i, I mean so Ernest, Micah Kaiser Ernest Jones, were you were you surprised that they 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 cut micah kaiser seeing who's on the roster no because ernest jones showed up and ernest jones was going to make the team regardless so you know kenny yeah. young troy reader i think troy reader played really good i mean he started off slow but once he got his feet underneath him after the first couple of games of him starting yeah. i think he played pretty well, well uh, that, there's your two that's going to be your uh your two starting yeah, linebackers then you have right ernest there. jones and Traven howard there you go i think uh you know from the outside linebackers let's go where are Ooh. we at this is uh we didn't keep anyone I guess defensive ends is what they're calling them. Ernest Brown, not really defensive end. But so honestly, have, honestly, 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 mm-hmm. honestly, I thought they were going to cut Terrell Lewis. Um, I think I they should they have. I, I think they should have cut Terrell Lewis. <laughs> you know, he 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 practiced again since that game. He looked you know, so back, slow you know, off I, the I, ball against Denver. It looked like he was in slow motion the entire time. He hasn't time. played. I know it. He hasn't played. I, I, I'll tell you this. What I did do. Well, first, let's just say who's on the outside oh, linebackers. And let's kind of, okay. Leonard. Got Floyd and, and, mm-hmm. and Hollins, right? Yep. They're going to go. Uh, then you're going to have uh, Lewis, uh, Oboe's there. And then uh, But Garrett. now he's. And and you have Chris Garrett. I mean, and you have Garrett. Solid. Um, so yeah, and that was a solid. surprise, right? They really like that young young man. Oh, Chris um, Garrett. Oh, that's the that's the cat that tore it. That's up. Predator. That's your Predator. Oh, he didn't play against Denver, did he? No. Oh, that's how you knew he was making the team. Yeah. Ah, I got to get that. Uh, I think he did bite. play a little bit. He didn't play that much. And you have Lewis. Uh, so why don't you run down the list of, of those outside linebackers? Uh, again, we've got Leonard Floyd. We've got Justin Hollins. We've got Oboe. Oh, Terrell Lewis and Chris Garrett. So they got one, two, two five. three, four, five outside linebackers, four inside linebackers, total of nine. Um, yes, yeah, yeah, so, well, mean, the one that don't forget Oboe is going to be on the short term IR because of that stinger. I thought they were going to cut him. Just because of history, you know, again, your best asset is availability. And if you can't be on the field, what good is it? What good are you to the team? You might have all the potential in the world, but if you can't get on the pitch, what are you going to do? I think for Lewis, it's not soccer. Because, the field. yeah, I'm sorry. The okay, the field. Thank you. Uh, but when it when it comes to you know the Lewis, I went back and I because I'm always perplexed. What is it? So it seems like he had a catastrophic knee injury at Alabama. Yes. First, it's his arm, and then he had an arm issue that that kept him out. Then he got his knee ripped up. 
So he comes back and he's playing and great. But then it seems like last year they had to do a procedure because there was an infection underneath that surgically repaired knee. And that mm. was kind of causing it. Mm-hmm. So it seems like it must swell up and we don't know much more about it. But I, I'm not sure after that why. Because it sounds like the doctors, from what I read, are all saying everything structurally is as is, is good as it's going to be. Um, could it, you be, know, a men- just could it be a this- mental thing? I don't know. I don't know. Not, not, I, I not, just, saying, not saying that his mentality is bad. Not saying that. Right. But just the mental I, thing I of it. not it's wanting in, to get hurt again. Right. Don't know. But I will say this. How many snaps w- do you expect or would you want him to play this year to make it a successful season? Mm. How many snaps? Are you talking? Let's just I, say that there's I, a th- total of, we'll just say, uh, he's got to be 10%. For example, he's got to be 10% of the snaps. Well, that's, you know, if, if there's a hundred, if there's uh, a thousand defensive snaps, that's a hundred plays. Okay. At least. That's it. That, At least that that's not very many. I'm not saying it's a lot, but that's at least. Oh, I think you have to have more than that to uh, say that you're going to retain him for the following year to make it, you know. I'm I'm saying you got to play at least uh, you know thirty yeah, percent of the I defensive mean, snaps, at least thirty percent. Ten a ten percent ten percent this year is a nine percent upgrade from last year. <laughs> so well, I'm sorry, he's got to do a little bit more than that. But um, you know the Garrett kid, what is what a story, right? Division two Concordia, but you know what? Is he's starting to you know. That Raider game was was awesome. Oh. We all fell in love. I mean, that was. Oh. But man, oh. you talk about starting to peak. I, I'm excited to see what he's going to go up and do. I, I don't expect him to win a lot, uh, but I think I, I he'll think, have a. I think he'll I think, have a few successes along the way. I, I I think that that cat could be starting by week ten, alongside. Oh, that Leonard would be Floyd, phenomenal if he if he develops. So, let, let's, defensive rookie of the year. Nah, I got burned last year by picking Terrell Lewis. There was a point in time where Terrell Lewis had more sacks than the number one overall pick, Chase Young, in fewer games. So I was hopeful. I was like, oh, man, I could actually be right on this one. Wrong. (laughs) Wrong. All right. So So what about now? Let's let's, let's let's stay on the defense. Yeah, let's go D-line. Any surprises to you there? We we retained what seven guys. Obviously, you got Donald, well, Ashawn Robinson, Sebastian Day, and you got some of the backups. You've got uh, Gaines, uh, Brown, the whatever number he's the fifth or the sixth third. or Bobby something. Bobby Brown the third. The third. Uh, then you've got what I think are kind of a surprise. You know, you you got the Jonah Jonah Williams. I don't know. Right? If Jonah Williams was too big of a surprise. Michael Hoyt was a surprise to me because I didn't I didn't recall him playing all that much or making that many plays. Well, did you not see the front side? Uh, st- oh, I saw him against uh, Denver. I was like, "Woo, who's this guy?" Oh yeah, that's and that that I mean that had the defensive sideline going nuts. Yeah, I no, mean, I mean, I saw I, him against I, Denver, but I'm yeah. telling you, I didn't, I, I don't, rec- I, I don't recall like, ooh, who is this cat? I mean, oh, um, he didn't play a lot. He had plays in the other games. Uh, he did have a little bit of some standout. I mean, it was going to be tough. Again, I kind of liked uh, Banks a little bit more uh, than Williams. I thought Banks would have made it. The the Hoyt guy is is more like a Morgan Fox motor, so. Morgan Fox played well for the Rams last yeah. three years. Ago. Yeah, but what I mean is, Ashawn Robinson hurt. I, I hear that he's hurt, and they don't know what they're going to do with him. No, he's playing. He they didn't put him on the IR. Uh, okay. Coach said that. Okay. His, uh, presser said no. Okay. No need for him to go on the, uh, the short term. Uh, he's going to be there. I mean, so uh, I I mean, <laughs> you got Aaron Donald on your defensive line. It's a good defensive line, but. It's what you, you and have I, depth. If and and that's the whole. I think defensive line was our strongest going into it. I I agree. I think I think defensive line is our strongest. I'm looking at this, and I still think it's the strongest. Yeah. Um, you know, provided that everyone plays the way that they should. Oh, but so, but stop. yes, stop. yeah. So one one thing that we've talked about in the past, specifically before last season started, was that you have Aaron Donald, and we're like, is anyone else around him going to make a play? And that, that, that had been a problem. So does it become a problem again? I don't know. 
but you got to utilize Aaron Donald getting double teamed almost every single play. What 75% of the plays Aaron Donald's getting double teamed. So you have an advantage on the defensive line, which means that someone should be stepping up every single time. The mentality of, of every one of the defensive line is AD's getting double teamed. I'm stepping up. And if everyone had that mindset, I'm making the play right now. I think they're going to be just fine. Um, so, and I, I like, I like the practice squad there. I mean, you could, you could bring any of those guys up to get, to get a few minutes, to get a few plays in every game. I'd be okay with it. So yeah, same here. I, I think they have some good players out there on yeah. that, on the practice squad. I, I think it was a very tough thing for them to do. Yeah. So, uh, but I do like some of, I do like some of the players. I think, uh, out of all the guys on the, uh, and with this COVID, I mean, who would have thought, I mean, COVID, you know, we dealt with it last year, but again, you still gotta, you've still gotta be aware of it. So, mm-hmm. uh, that's just a crazy thing. It still has an impact today on what's going on. I like the Copeland kid a lot. Um, you know, the defensive tackle we have, I'm hoping that, that the Bobby Brown guy will, will kind of blossom and start getting it together. Uh, I mean, I wish he had the big splash like what Garrett did, but Bobby Brown, I was kind of hoping would be uh, a little bit more steadily. And and mm. to me, I think when I watched some of that Denver game, he kind of got pushed around a little bit. Well, you know what? I think he got but you, pancaked you know what? once, and if, he's a big dude. I mean, if he can't cut the mustard again, you got you could you can you can probably practice. You could do something with him. Yeah. Right. You got players yeah. that could, that, yeah. could, that could fill in the gaps. Let's move on to cornerback, Dad. Oh, because this is this is a long list. Well, long list. Yeah, there's only four. Jalen Ramsey, Darius Williams, David Long, Robert Rochelle. Any surprises? Uh, That's it. That's it. Yeah. Four Four cornerbacks. If one of those guys goes down, who do you have? You have nobody. 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 I mean, I looked at I said four. Nobody. I, I I couldn't believe if that's David why Long I goes down. I mean, David Long looks like he's the he's the fourth, he's the fourth in the depth chart. If he goes down, you're like, uh oh, what are we going to do? I guess you could bring up Kareem Orr from the practice squad to fill in. Dante Dion would be a you know, and then it's just kind of you know, I I this is I did a little exercise just to kind of figure it out. So uh david long last year so when you just look at you know games uh and, and their activity you know uh all of his snaps 62 percent of his plays were for special teams mm-hmm. he had seven targets on him he had five receptions against him mm-hmm. giving up 71 percent. now this is the guy you you're hoping is going to be your slot guy your other corner it's Robert, right it's it's got I, well yeah because rochelle i don't think they think he's going to be like a slot guy i think I, I think they're looking at rochelle to be on the outside yeah but i i saw i said are you kidding me i mean you know darius uh 78 targets last year 38 receptions only 48.7 percent completion rate against him fantastic only two touchdowns you know, and that's but he had eight hundred and fifty nine plays as the corner. Yeah, I and, know. And you're looking at at uh, he started only ten games. Uh, J, you know, Jalen was seventy five targets, forty receptions, fifty three. I think the rule of thumb they say is if if you got a corner who can is less you know uh, less than sixty percent completion rate against, and they say that's pretty good. So, uh, but that's it. After that, there's no experience. Well, you know, at all. Let's talk about the safeties here. Well, I mean, we know, I think we know what we get with Jalen Ramsey. We know what we get with Darius Williams. Quite yeah. frankly, we don't know what we have in David Long. What this is third or fourth year in the NFL was a third round pick yep. out of Michigan a few years ago. Never really yep. was able to kind of do anything. You know, we're hopeful that Robert Rochelle is going to develop, but he has to develop. He's a rookie, right? So you yep. really you're they really like starting lot, with two quarterbacks. Still... Yeah, that's it. That's it. And, and that's I all you have. Can... And this is the number one defense going into from last year. It's like, oh my goodness! But, but to be, but to be fair, but to be fair, I mean, the only different, the only real discernible difference between this cornerback crew and last year's cornerback crew is you had a proven veteran that was playing the slot in Tro- in Troy Hill. Troy Hill. So, okay, all right. Let's talk about some safeties now. Safeties. I think this carried, was really uh, they carried six. Carrying- well, I think that's special teams driven. 
I, I, mean, I'm I, I, at I three think it's, of them. I think it's more than special teams driven because carrying six is excessive. Well, let's put opinion. it this way: Nick Scott, seventy-nine percent of all of his activity snaps last year was special teams. Mm-hmm. Taylor Rapp, even though we like him, sixty-three percent of his snaps were special teams. Okay. Terrell Burgess, who got hurt early on four games, you know, 90, he was all special teams. So, yeah, and then you have Jay, uh, Juju Hughes, who really didn't really play much. He had didn't one he target hurt? against. No, he just, he was kind of that up and down practice squad guy. And then the only guy who's really had any discernible play time has been Jordan Fuller. Well, I mean, Taylor Rapp didn't play a lot last year because of injury, and he kind of lost his spot to Jordan Fuller. Correct. And so So, you had JJ out there, so you had a little bit different dynamic. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm looking looking at this. Like, you carry six safeties. Yes, special teams. Yes, obviously. But I think when they carry six safeties, you know, depending upon the coverage ability, like Taylor Rapp is fairly decent in coverage. You might be able to use him as like a decoy on some slot stuff with some of those with some more potentially more exotic zones. So do you can you get can you get some cornerback like play out of the safety spot? Perhaps well, that's what you're gonna have to do. I, I mean that's you know? what that's what this tells me. You're either gonna get some level of cornerback play from the safety spot or some level of linebacker play from the safety spot. Why else would you carry six of them? Yeah, and we have the other guy we didn't talk about, J.R. Reed, who's yeah. uh, you know, Comes from, you know, uh, dad was a uh, wide receiver, I believe, in the uh, NFL. So there you go. So, I, I mean, I, I think it's, a, I mean, whew, I, I don't think that that's a weak unit. I think it's an well, excessively again, large if unit. You, yeah, if you lose a cornerback, who's filling in? You're going to have to uh, bring me, somebody on, up. Let me go look at that practice squad real quick. You got Dayon. You got Dayon. Uh, you got, I, I mean, Dante? at this point, you got Kareem Orr, you've got Tyler Hall, you've got uh, 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 Devontae Dion. I think Kareem, because he's had uh, more experience. Remember, he was the uh, the Tennessee guy they picked up. So I think he would be uh, up there before Dante, but you're going to have those two. Dante or Kareem would be the oh, first off ke- the I thought bench. they kept Bronte Harris. They did not keep Bronte Harris. No, he's still out there. Don't forget, you know, we've only got 14 on our practice squad. You got two more slots yet to fill. Fair enough. So, yeah, that's, I, I mean, that's the defense. Uh, very, very top, very top heavy at cornerback. Very top heavy. Means safety. Safety. No, I'm, I'm, I'm recapping the entire defense now. Oh. Very top heavy at cornerback. You got the two guys, and then two guys that are just completely unproven at this point in time. We'll see. Safety, I'd say a fairly loaded bunch of bunch of dudes there. Linebacker, I think it's an okay, solid unit, right? I I think the key to the key to this linebacker crew is not in the middle; it's on the outside. Does Leonard Floyd produce like his, like he did last year? Yes or no? Does anyone else step up beside him? Yes or no? Hollins, Hollins is the guy we really don't know. So. And we talked about the defensive, uh, the defensive line again, pretty stout. So I think overall, when you look at this on paper, it's not that bad. Cornerback is a concern. I give it, I, I give it a B. Yeah, cornerback is a concern for me. Uh, special yeah. teams. Before we get to the offense, special teams. Matt Gay is the kicker. They've retained Johnny Hecker, longest tenured uh, Los Angeles slash St. Louis Ram, and then uh, long snapper Matt Ozrek. Ozrek. Okay. Whatever. Uh, Fair enough. Yep. Fair enough. And remember, we're saving quarterbacks for the end. So what do we want? Often, what do we start? Well, offensive line. That's the biggest group. You have 10. So we got 10 offensive linemen. Andrew Whitworth, David Edwards, Brian Allen, Austin Corbett, Rob Havenstein, Joseph Noteboom, Coleman Shelton, Bobby Evans, Alaric Jackson, Tremaine Akram. I was not impressed with Tremaine Akram. Um, he was I, okay. He, I I wasn't. I I was disappointed more in Bobby Evans out of all of them. No, I agree because he was draft, I mean, he was draft going status. Against, yeah, no, I agree with you there. 
I agree. I mean, uh, overall, I, I mean, Tremaine Evans, I mean, Tremaine Ackerman, I mean, let's face it, you know, what was, was he an undrafted dude or seventh rounder we had last year? Yeah, he was at uh, uh, Clemson, I think. Clemson, yeah, yep, yep. But, you know, he does an okay job. I mean, um, that tackle position. He's learning. He's He'll be okay. Evans is the one that I'm really kind of disappointed in, but maybe it's it's maybe he's struggling because he's more of a tackle, trying to kick him inside the play guard. Uh, no boom, very serviceable as your swing tackles. Got a lot of, you know, playing time under his belt. So there's so a little who, bit of so depth there. What's the starting Centers, five here? Hmm? What's the starting five? Oh, the starting five? I, it was the first one, five you you mentioned. Whitworth, Whitworth. Edwards, Allen, Corbett, Havenstein. That's it. And now who's the center? Is Brian Allen going to be the center? Yes. Okay. I mean, not a, not a bad not a bad group. Not a bad group. Not a bad group. Not a bad group. You know, I think it's... I think that group to me is a B. J- Jackson, to me... Is is the the young man, the undrafted guy? Mm-hmm. Uh, all that time he spent uh, playing at Iowa, again, I think uh, I kind of liked him. He, mm-hmm. I thought he showed well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I thought I thought he played really good. I think that's that's a guy. That, I mean, if he could, if he develops, he might be he might be the first one called on. That's not starting. Yep, I think that that could be end up being Whitworth's replacement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Without oh. a doubt, I, oh, that's a tall order, but okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's go. Uh, let's let's talk about the tight ends before I get off this. Yes, so, I, I was so tight ends. Tyler Higby, Johnny Munt, Jacob Harris, Bryson Hopkins. Yeah, I was surprised that Bryson made it. I thought they were going to go with the Blanton kid. I don't, uh, think, I don't just think I don't think Hopkins played good in the preseason. Well, I thought he he showed a little bit better in that Denver game. I think he uh, that was the game uh, had the game of his life. I think he made it kind of difficult. Again, we don't know what his blocking's like. He might be a better blocker uh, than what Blanton is. Jacob Harris isn't really a tight end. He's going to be that uh, no, hybrid a, he's player. He's a wide receiver that they're converting. But to he's tight also end he's so and, big. and the reason why the Rams got him is because this again I think is a Joe D. Camillus. Get he wants him because of his special teams ability. He's fast as a gunner on the outside. I also, th- I yeah. also, I, I also think they look at Jacob Harris as someone that they could develop into like a, a lethal tight end, though. Uh, I don't think he. I, I, that I, I, I think I, listen, perhaps coaching arrogance. Yeah, but the um, at the end of the game when we had a chance, you know. Uh, but they, when when Perkins throws that one towards the end zone and just over the outstretched hands of the uh, Denver uh, DB back there, um, Harris cut off his route and went on the inside. If he would have kept on going, he might have had a chance to catch that in the end zone. That's what I saw when I saw that play. It looked like he cut his route off instead of kept on going. So who knows? I think there's a work in progress from that regard. I know everybody's you know, gets all that wow factor because of his size, his athletic ability. But I think he's there because of special teams. That's where he's going to make his biggest impact. Most likely. Okay. How about wide receiver? Wide receiver, Robert Woods, USC. Cooper Cup, Van Jefferson, Deshaun, Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun, Deshaun. Shutu Atwell and Ben Scrotnick. Is that the kid yeah. out of Notre Dame? Yep. Why? And that, and that, that Why? because sp- I'll go back. Special teams. Tristan I, Jackson. Special teams. Tristan Jackson. I'm, that, Tristan I'm telling Jackson. You, that, that was all special teams. And plus, Tristan he's Jackson. a big kid. I understand. This kid's Did that guy six, make a play? Six. No, he has a broken forearm. Exactly. Exactly. So, so there he didn't you make go. a play. No, but he's uh, not yet. Not he made yet. a play. Well, he made a play for Cronky's wallet taking up that that <laughs> that uh, workman's But that cup. was a that was a little bit of a surprise to me because I again, but I, again, I'm, I'm I sounds like a broken record, but I think again that's a special teams play. I I'm I not, think I'm not disagreeing with you, but I I yeah. I, I, I think Tristan Remember, Jackson would have played three, well too. I don't disagree. Hey, 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 listen, 
We're talking about the one, two, three, four, five, sixth wide receiver on the team. I know it. I okay. know it. So, all right. Okay. Perspective. Perspective. You need That's perspective right. on this one, Dad. You're 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 too you're too out of balance. Too excited over Not- six wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying you 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 don't know why he's there. He's should have been. I had Tristan Jackson as my guy on on my initial list. I thought uh, he I, wasn't I thought there. He was going to make the team. I did too. I, but I he had didn't. thought that that guy's a no brainer to make the team, but whatever. He's yeah. on. He's he's on the practice squad. Running back. Only three running backs. Yeah, Daryl was a. It's thin. That was a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> so and do we have any? Uh, we only have one on the practice squad. Otis Anderson. I think he was a rookie. Uh oh. <laughs> All right, yeah. so we got Daryl Henderson often injured, Sony Michelle often injured, Jake Funk, two knee surgeries. Who knows? <laughs> so I, I think if Sony Michelle can really carry the load and stay and stay healthy and Daryl Henderson if you can get production and health out of Daryl Henderson and Sony Michelle, I think they're okay. Yeah. But the key there yeah. is health. I think both yeah. those players will produce if healthy. And you can't well, it doesn't the sound like uh, Sean's going to be running the ball anytime soon. I think, uh, which I think will be our downfall. Ball, but, man. but let's but we'll we'll get into that when we talk more about you the. Got to run uh, the ball. This we will. We I will talk about this more. Yeah, but I want you to listen to one of his pressers uh, right after they did the fifty-three Do man roster, to? and they talked. Well, I I think there. If you read between the lines. He really doesn't value the running game that much. He he might talk it, but he sure isn't going to walk it. I mean, it was interesting listening to some of that press conference. And what I heard, and if you start reading between the lines, it's like, hmm, okay. Got to um, run the ball, man. Yeah, I know it. Yeah. Uh, so ball. let's just kind of wrap this thing up with our... Our uh, quarterbacks. Who'd... Face of the franchise, Matthew Stafford. Yeah. Yeah, number nine. Let's just number talk, nine. listen. I'm, I'm you got to get I'm that cut out of here. Woodstock. Number nine, number nine. Go back to the Woodstock cuts. Number nine. I wasn't alive right. for Woodstock. Oh, I was. Uh, okay. I'll get that cut for you. I'm going to throw a doomsday uh, scenario out for you. But, but three running, three, three quarterbacks. That's Hold on. I'm not, uh, done, I'm not done talking about Stafford. Oh. We all know, at least I know, that Dodgers star pitcher Clayton Kershaw was Matthew Stafford's center in high school. Their best Correct. friends, best of friends. So either Matthew Stafford's health, relative health, will rub off on Kershaw, or Kershaw's relative unhealthiness will rub off on Stafford. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> so when Stafford gets hurt, you're left with John Wolford and Bryce Perkins. Oh. I bet you Bryce Perkins gets the nod before John Wolford. No, no. I bet you Bryce Perkins gets the nod before John Wolford. No, I don't think so. Look at that game against yeah. Denver. That guy it's, was. It's pre, guy was Rob. It's preseason, crushed. dude. It's pre, it's it's preseason. Against the number one, number one defensive unit. <sighs> All right, just saying. Uh, I was just coaching I was arrogance, Dad. I said it before. <sighs> coaching arrogance. Bet you Bryce Perkins gets the nod. Now to your point, I don't know why they kept three quarterbacks. Uh, unless they really felt if they got rid of Bryce Perkins, he would have been picked up by another team immediately and they wanted to keep him to have kind of this settle down and kind of go through some stuff and maybe practice squad him later. Maybe that's one of yeah. those open spots is really for Bryce Perkins. Maybe he knows yeah. all this. Um, yeah. From an initial 53, it's like, I mean, that, I mean, when I grew, when I was growing up, you always had three quarterbacks and then that changed years ago. You have two. Yep. Just have the two, you know? And I mean, for years, Johnny Hecker was their emergency quarterback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True. So I, I, I mean, quarterback, you got, you know, I, I wouldn't call Matthew Stafford elite, but I think he's in that tier right underneath elite. He has all, he has elite talent for sure. 
Well, again, this is going to be that other conversation we'll have during another show. Um, just uh, the reputation. Mm-hmm. Is this is this the reputation year, you know, for both of them? Sean and Well, uh, I mean, Matthew. if I, here, here's my little preview to that. Matthew Stafford's never really had a team. I think he had like one or two teams that 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 could play winning football that there was expectations. He had of. a Hall of Fame he had a Hall of Fame wide receiver he, he, he in Megatron. Did. He did. He did. All he had to do was throw the ball up and he Megatron did. would grab it. I mean, that's it. I mean But Matthew Stafford also had good years after he was gone. Did he? I, I think so. Did he? Did I don't Check know. Did it he? Out. Did he? You tell me. Um uh, I wouldn't call them good years. He better, had okay better than, years. Better than golf years. I was gonna say he had golf years. He had golf years or better than golf years. No, I think he has. I I don't know if there's that much of an upgrade over over the quarterbacks. I, I think I the, still think his ability to read the field is. And I'll give you that. And that's the only thing. Other than that, I you know, and I think that uh, Jared just was not willing to pull the trigger on on deep balls i think in his head he kept thinking if i throw it deep it's going to get intercepted i think that that just consumed his mind uh and that's why i'd always try to dump it off low i mean but you know stafford can do a little bit more different arm angles you know we think he's more uh, athletic but hold on a second here so uh, oh that was okay he definitely had megatron the the 41 touchdown year was definitely uh calvin johnson year yeah, yeah, uh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, we're it's gonna it's yeah. So I mean, at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, did we really upgrade? Well, here's we know here's that the big we, up. Here's the big upgrade. He had a bad year. In se- for, he had a bad year in seventeen. He lost seven fumbles. He has in in a in a career two thousand nine. 33 fumbles lost. I think Jared Goff had 33 fumbles lost last year. Okay, interceptions. He had 144 interceptions in that in that period of time. Let's go look. So that's I'm just going to do some math. 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 years in the NFL. So remember 144 interceptions. That's 12 a year. It's 12 a year. What's Jared Goff? Jared Goff stats. Interceptions. 55 in one, two, three, four, five years. So less interceptions yes. per year. 19, <laughs> 19 fumbles. Hold on, 19 fumbles. I'm really trying, I'm really trying to. Really, the, uh, okay, that's what I kept saying. Anymore, Matthew Stafford's way way better than Jared Goff. Forget about yeah, what, okay. forget about what the stats say. There you go. There oh, that go. was not. So, that was. Why'd you do that to me? Because we we're going to do a show about it. I want to. It really it, because you know we want to be able to be objective at the end of the day. Oh. And I want everybody. I want you to uh, everybody to take it all and consume it. I, I, th- you know, I think because when we come down I, to our oh. our predictions and what we're going to be doing, I mean that's it. And and you said something that was really key and crit- uh, to the whole conversation is his ability to process quickly and his ability to take the chance. Mm-hmm. And those are two things I think that really enamored Sean when it comes to Matthew Stafford. You know, the other teams were looking at him. For a lot of guys, we'd be saying, man, that was an upgrade. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you got to be able to carry a team no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, has he ever demonstrated that ability to do that? We're going into a season now where I know that Seattle, nobody's talking about him, and I, I hate that team. But you know what? Man, they've got some real – they've got a defense that's going to get after it. You don't think that they want to be number one? That the fact that we were last year, ah, says, yeah. Well, and then you think about Kyle, who owns Sean McVay. I mean, their defense is coming back. They've got probably the best linebacker in all of our division. I mean, you know, they got a hell of a front line, and and you know, it's going to be a struggle. 
We talked. For us, we, talk, I think. we talked about this. Uh, we, we talked. Did, we, talked I mean, we talked about these things. So yeah. Uh, but so anyway, anyway, this is all about the the fifty three. So uh, you know, I, I you know there were some surprises. Uh, obviously, you know, there's much more that's seen and done in practices that we don't aren't privy to. Uh, but overall, I, I think it's a it's a good roster. I like the roster. It's a, a young roster, to say the least. Uh, don't have the average age yet, but we'll have to get that together and uh, figure that out. All right. So there it is. So the next show, we'll, we'll just we'll kind of chit chat before the season, free form. Yeah. Well, we're going to do that. Then we're going to give our predictions right for the season, and then we'll give our uh, we'll follow that up with our uh, pregame. Yeah, I, Chicago. I, think, I think this is a nine and eight team right here that we're looking at, Dad. Yeah, I don't disagree. I think it's solid. I'm telling you. I've already told you. I've put yeah, it on tape. Thank you. There you go. Coach Ra is not here to coach the defense. Ah, Coach Ra. He's not here to coach the defense. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. That's all we have. We're done. All right. Go nice. Rams. Go Rams. Ram it. Ram it. Yes, ram it. Anyways, check us out on turnyourheadandgolf.com. Email us at turnyourheadandgolf at gmail.com. Check us out on social media. Ask us some questions. We might answer them. I don't know. We do <laughs> like the sound of our own voices so much that we might not give you guys the oxygen. Still debating. Hmm. <laughs> Still debating. Anyways. Oh, and I'd like to thank our sponsor. Tom's Restaurant and Bar, family owned since 1975. <laughs> Tom's, yeah. If you're ever in Portland, Oregon, have no Love money. me some Tom's. <laughs> Love me some Tom's. The place is always packed, Dad. I know it. Tom's Tom's is the bomb. I think uh, that's my number one, my number one go-to place, Tom's. Very good. All right. Eat it, Toms. We'll talk to you guys next time. Goodbye. They can't see you wave, Dad. <laughs>